the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoshio podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app. You're listening to the Tim DeMoshio show. Thanks for tuning in. A kind of cloudy afternoon happening. Eventually skies clearing out. Down to a low of 30 this evening, sunny tomorrow for a while, then back to the clouds late in the day, high of 45, Christmas Eve, going to be a cloudy, rainy kind of day, with a high of 62, but then on Friday for Christmas morning, clouds and rain, and then temperature plummeting throughout the day, from about 45 to 20 by nighttime. Phillies have uh, named Sam Fold as their new general manager. He was a ball player for a number of years and been in the Phillies front office for a few. Dave Dombrowski, their new president of baseball operations, naming Fold the Phillies GM. Doug Collins, former Sixer, nominated for the Basketball Hall of Fame. He was number one draft pick some years back and played eight years with the Sixers. Then coached, including the Sixers, plus the Chicago Bulls before they got good. Really good. Phil Jackson came in and Michael Jordan. He did coach Jordan, though, for a while. Hello, Victoria. How you doing today? Hey there, Tim. My mic's working on the first try. Doing well. Wow. Things are looking (laughs) up. Yep. Plus, you're not wearing that ugly sweater from the other day. (laughs) Nope. It was last Friday. Ugly sweater day. It took me a few days to have that wear off. Yeah. Oh, was that bad? Yeah. Well, I liked it. But but... I'm feeling better. (laughs) How are you today? I'm doing well. Very excited for the show today. Me too. You know why? Why? Because we're going to talk to people today. Yep. We're going to make it kind of an open line deal we do every now and again. I'd like you to call and just share. We did this last year. Share any thought or memory or whatever angle you want to take on Christmas. It could be a fun story in your family. It could be what your plans are coming up. I think it's important in the middle of all the running around to slow down and regroup a little bit. And this is one way we can do that. So if you want to call in during the program, it's 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. And share your story about Christmas. It could be from years ago. It could be what Christmas means to you. Take it on whatever angle you want to do so. 800-560-9345. And not that we need to bribe you or anything like that, but if you call and share, we're happy to give you a little stocking stuffer of sorts. You know, those wonderful gift cards that we have, courtesy of Reiner Chevrolet and Jenkintown. They're $5.60 increments, and they're to Dunkin', Panera, Rita's, and Wawa. You can choose which one you like. Of course, you won't have it in time for Christmas, but we will mail it out when we can, and you'll have something to look forward to during the holiday season. 800-560-9345 if you'd like to chime in. Uh, as far as our family goes, I love Christmas time. And one just growing up, uh, one aspect of this was my mom used to wrap all of our presents 
to uh, perfection. She would wrap them, Victoria, where there was it was like kind of hard to open them. She would she was so precise with all the tape. Wow, that something I can't say for myself. <laughs> I like throw it in a bag and call it wrapping. <laughs> Right. Like a little bit better than that, that but uh, I struggle sometimes with you know making it very neat and nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I'm, I'm guessing you're not alone. But I can tell you one memory I have as a, as a child is and growing up the precision with which mom operated, and she would instead of putting our names on the presents because then you spend time looking under the tree and you're trying to oh that one's for me shaking it or moving it she would just put numbers on them. <laughs> so she had a whole a whole system that is very organized. So when we when we well it was also smart. So we kind of Christmas Eve where we had opened some presents Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. We say, all right, who's number twenty three for? And oh, uh, that's for uh, Steve. Uh, I was hoping for so, but that way it kept kind of had an element of mystery. Yeah, that's funny. On that's top, actually very clever. You know, on top of the mystery of what could be in that size package, small right. or big, and then it had the whole thing. Well, who's it even for? Yeah, we're not that fond of my family. We just do the old name sticker tag. Well, that's good, too. So then we know. That can get you excited. And Well, and well, I think one year, at least one year, we, we lost the list or we, we couldn't keep track of, uh, not with my mom, but when we did this with my wife and I and our kids, we have done this, too. And I remember one year where I couldn't find the master key to know whose was whose. <laughs> so at that point, it's like, all right, just open it up and, oh, that's for your hey, brother. Hey, whoever wants it. <laughs> but yeah. Well, or you know, that's clearly not for you. That's for your brother. <laughs> that's for your sister. So, uh, yeah, how about for you? Do you have any any yeah, memory growing up special uh, or the day the turkey burnt or well, the, the, I, I can't the dog say ate the tree? that one is coming to mind uh, for Christmas. I know we had some cooking dinner, Christmas dinner snafus where the oven blew up. Really? But I don't do the cooking, so that's only, you know, my mom's my mom's problem, not mine. You heard about uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or my aunt or whoever. Right. But, um, yeah, no, mostly just we like to watch the Christmas story in the morning. That's kind of a tradition. And then okay. we have uh, breakfast, and uh, that's how we just – we have kind of a lazy, comfy morning in our PJs and hang around. Do you enter, do you entertain every typical year, have people come over, or do you go anywhere? Or? We do. Uh, typically, my mom has a Christmas Eve dinner with some close relatives and family. Okay. I do not believe we're doing that this year, or okay. at least I, it might just be my mom, my brother, and I keep it real small. Yeah. Um, and Christmas, I'm not sure yet either. It's still up in the air. But uh, you know, holidays are a little. The holidays are a little different this year, but still sure. going to make the best of it. You know. That's good. Yeah, I know. Uh, when you mentioned the word lazy. It's interesting you say that because if we do something official, we try to do it the night before. So on Christmas Day, we wake up, we open our stockings. And then everybody just kind of we're together, but everybody's chilling and yeah. play the piano, or take a nap, build a fire, be around without a specific agenda or place you have to. Get. Right, you don't rush. You know, you just yeah. hang out and enjoy it. Company's coming at one o'clock. We have the vacuum. Boom, boom, boom. Let's take that. Right, Christmas to be all about that. So, right, exactly. Yeah, That's just a chill day. Well, if you like to share your your thoughts on what Christmas means to you, whether it's the routine, if you want routines, which sounds a little cold, but uh, uh, if you just want to share what you do on Christmas Day, what your day is about, love to hear from you. 800-560-WFIL, 9345 or a specific memory you might have of the, the day the oven blew up, or it could be the day the cat got stuck in the tree, or whatever else it might be. Uh, 800-560-9345. We'll also be glad to give you a gift card to Duncan, Panera, Rita's, or Wawa's. A little thank you for calling in. As we come down the home stretch of the you know, Christmas week here, we have some special programs planned for the rest of the week, too. But today we want to focus on uh, the opportunity to give a call in and, and chat. 
Hanging out. Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. It's 412 on the Tim DeMoss Show, and Bob is in Essington. Hello, Bob. Hi, how you doing? How you doing? Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. You too. How you been? What's crack a lacking? Uh, it's, uh, you know, I got the spirit. All of a sudden today, I really feel it. You know, it takes a while, <laughs> you know, but uh, it, it kicks in. I uh, I can feel it. I got I, spirit Christmas. That's good. Yeah, yeah, Christmas spirit. Yeah, I got it. Well, listen, um, I'm going to say up until as well as when I was little until about six or seven grade, whatever age I am, I don't know, back then, <laughs> uh, myself and my two sisters, our two younger sisters, Dottie and Terry, and, uh, oh my God, we went to bed, our house was normal, like, we went to bed, you know, Christmas Eve, but when we came down Christmas morning, the entire house, from outside, inside, the whole night, was transformed into a Christmas village. I'm talking trees, lights, the presents. It's like Santa Claus really came up until it was about sixth or seventh grade. I mean, we again the whole you figure you know you go to bed, everything your house is normal. Like some people decorate months ahead of time, weeks ahead of time, whatever. But my mom and dad used to do everything in one night. That's crazy. And when we came down, yeah, that was you know I didn't realize well, you know I was like where was dad all day? You know Christmas Day, like you never saw him because he's up you know he's having a couple of cocktails while he's doing everything. So he just slept it off. And mom being a real trooper. She hung out with the kids and did dinner and all that. But, I mean, our house was totally transformed from That's the lights outside to inside, the whole tree, the presents. It was awesome. That's, That's interesting, Bob. That's really interesting. I, I, and most, do you know why that they wouldn't? I mean, because some stuff, yeah, maybe the presents you want to bring down when the kids are in bed. But usually around the house, you would kind of start to spruce things up, put some lights out. They would do all of that all in one night? All in one. Maybe the outside might have been done. But okay. on the inside, no. Interesting. No, definitely. I mean, Santa Claus really came. Like, gosh, it was, it was the best. It was the best. I can, best t- I can tell you that my wife and I are against our better of like what we don't want, but it has happened. Like, all right, it's eleven o'clock. We better start wrapping. <laughs> like, because we haven't gotten to it yet. Some years it's like that. So nah. That's why we would do, yeah. do it. But that's neat. Hey, great memories. That's great, great memories. Bob. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks. I hope you and uh, your family have a great, uh, great Christmas, son. All right, enjoy. Too, Love Bob. your program. Thanks, Bob. Have a great guys. day. Take it easy. All right, bye-bye. That's cool. 800-560-WFIL. You have a Christmas memory to share? Love to hear from you. 800-560-9345. And as a thank you, whatever it's how you grew up or something you're planning on doing now, maybe a new tradition you're starting, love to hear from you. Maybe you have a recipe, something simple enough to share in a moment or two on the air. That's cool, too. 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. Four or five, and as a thank you for calling in, we have a nice little gift card to Doritos or Panera or Wawa or Duncan, courtesy of Brian or Chevrolet in Jenkintown. That will be glad to get your address and, uh, and send out to you. This is a fun song uh, from Steve Taylor. And uh, he actually hired, I didn't say the word is mariachi band, I think is how you say it. Is that how you say it? Yeah, I think it's mariachi. Mar- mariachi. He actually went out and did this version of, uh, of uh, what is it? I'm drawing a blank now. I'm going to play it for you because then it'll come up. But he he needed the band, and it was like new. It was like coming up on the end of the year, and he rented a band to perform the rest of the the legitimate band to perform this. So here we go. Uh, yeah. All right. Anyways, Tim DeMar Show on WFIL. Have fun. Enjoy it.
I love that. Winter Wonderland, that name was just escaped me for a second. Steve Taylor, who has been around for many years doing music. He's produced, he's written for bands like Newsboys. He was a record label executive. He joined our program not too long ago. The podcast, that's on our homepage at WFIL.com. I love that song. It's fun and uh, has a neat story behind it. Did you enjoy that, Victoria? Yes, I did like that mm. version. I never heard that version before. Mm, well, there are a lot of versions of Winter Wonderland, and that one has a little fun. It's also short. It's kind of short and punchy, right to the point. So I like that one a lot. Uh, if you want to make a request, too, today as we hang out together, as Christmas is coming a few days from now, we welcome your call at 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. You'll have to share a Christmas memory from back when you were a kid or... Even recent memory. It could be a really funny story. It could be a serious thing. Whatever you like. Love to hear from you at 800-560-9345. 800-560-WFIL. And if you're taking time to give us a buzz, we'll glad to hook you up with a little gift card action from Brian or Chevrolet in Jenkintown to Rita's Panera, Duncan or Wawa, $5.60 increments. Keeping in with our 560 frequency. Just to hang out and spend time chatting today. We're looking forward to that. Tomorrow on the program, Daryl Strawberry is going to join us. He has a new book called Turn Your Season Around, How God Transforms Your Life. Like that book a lot and really looking forward to hearing from Daryl Strawberry. But today we're making it more of a caller day, so feel free to chime in anytime during the program. It's a mix in some Christmas music as well. Listen to the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL.com, and on the app too. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. AM 560 WFIL.com on the app. It's Mike Love from the Beach Boys. Little St. Nick from his solo CD, Reason for the Season, came out a couple Christmases ago. We had him on at the time. You can find the podcast of that program as well at WFIL.com on our homepage. Just kind of scroll backward in time, and uh, the newest podcast is on top, and then you go backwards. You can find that. There are a lot of good podcasts to find and enjoy, so help yourself anytime you like. Absolutely free right on our homepage again at WFIL. Dot com. I'm inviting you to call in today if you like at 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. If you'd like to share a Christmas memory, happy to hear from you. Whether Or something that's going on, like moving forward, what are you planning on doing this year? Uh, we had yesterday, just yesterday, a wonderful guest on. And uh, I'm trying to find the book. Here it is. It's a beautiful book. It's called The Best Birthday Cake in the History of Ever, A Christmas Tradition Celebrating the Birth of Jesus. It's written by Jennifer Hill and Mary Walker. They're uh, two friends who live in Texas. And uh, we had Jennifer on the program yesterday talking about, among other things, uh, th- this book is like a story. It's her family story, but it's been an- 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 animated. What do you call that when you when you draw, I guess you cartoon cartoonize it? <laughs> it's an- well, I'm th- sort of animated, brought to life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I'm thinking animation when you know when it's moving. So it's obviously it's a book. Illustrated. It's not, it's not illustrated. See, there you are. There you go. That's why I know you get paid the big bucks for the big words. So illustrated. It has a recipe for a red velvet uh, cake in it. It's uh, you know among other things. She talked about that yesterday. But we talked about the idea of celebrating family traditions that each of us has, but not to be forgotten that we're celebrating. Christ's birth is, is the point I'm getting to in the middle of all this. And uh, so we talked with her uh, again. Her name is Jen Hill. She was on just yesterday. And this is what she talked about with regard to uh, allowing yourself to be uh, joyful and not be too busy to be joyful or to not take yourself too seriously uh, as a believer, but to realize that God's love for you is just because he loves you. And it's not because you're a good person, you tried hard or something. It's really because he loves you. And that's why he came to, to bring you know bring mankind back to himself. So this is just a, a little clip from yesterday, Jen Hill, on what it's like to gather with loved ones and finding joy. I think it's really hard to, to feel down when you're having a party, be it your family or with friends that you invite over. I think a lot of times it could be an uncle that, that you don't haven't don't ever see or you have you don't see but once a year. Uh, you just don't ever know what's going on in, in probably distant relatives' lives or even some of your closest relatives. And so if you're doing this sweet little activity and it's a book and it's a little party, whether you make your own crowns like in the book or you go buy some party hats or have blowers or little things like that that just kind of brighten your spirit, it does help remind everybody, hey, I do have Jesus. I can go to Him and talk to Him and of course, it doesn't make life perfect and wonderful, but prayer, no matter what, gets me through a ton of things. And it always brings my joy back, no matter what I'm going through. If I just take a minute to talk to Jesus <laughs> about anything. So I do think it's a party that can also remind you to go find your joy. There you go. Jen Hill yesterday on the program. And again, uh, that book is called The Best Birthday Cake in the History of Ever, a Christmas Tradition Celebrating the birth of Jesus. Wanted to have her on also just to share some of the options as folks are looking for good books to read during the Christmas time. It's like a coffee table kind of book. So uh, I'm not sure if you have it at your local store, a bookstore or whatever, maybe we'll pick that up. Again, Jennifer Hill and Mary Walker, the co-authors on that, illustrated by a young lady named Kenzie Stringo. It's only 21 years old. She did a beautiful job with this book. So uh, we have a quick break. And then, you know, Victoria, the Sixers start their season tomorrow. I'm not sure if you're aware of that or not. But we're going to be having the... I heard. Yes, they open up at home against Washington. And uh, Kevin Harvey, who's the Sixers chaplain, is going to join us for a few minutes here. Awesome. Kind of nice to drop by. And if you want to drop in, too, and call 800-560-WFIL. We're happy to hear your Christmas memory or story. I have another one I want to play for you. We had a guy named Jody McBrayer on about a year, a year ago, a year and a half ago. It's been a while. He was and still is in a band called Avalon. Huge pop uh, Christian band vocal success. He has a really powerful story that he shared with us when he was on with us before. I'm going to play that back for you as well before the program's done. 800-560-9345 to share your story. 800-560-WFIL. And again, if you take time to call and share, glad to hook you up with a free gift card to Duncan Panera Arenas or Wawa, courtesy of Briner Chevrolet in Jenkintown. Back with more in a moment, WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email Timmy D at WFIL.com. It's 432 on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Kind of cloudy balance of the afternoon. Eventually clearing up tonight, low 30. Sunny for a while tomorrow. Clouds return in the afternoon, 45 the high. Cloudy for Christmas Eve. Rain coming and going, 62 the high for Christmas Eve. But Friday, clouds, rain, and then the temperature plummeting throughout the day, 45 early and then down to 20 by Friday evening. Sam Fold of the uh, Phillies, named general manager, used to play for the 
but a number of teams in Major League Baseball. He's been in the Phillies front office for a few years. Dave Dombrowski, the president of baseball operations, naming fold the GM. And Doug Collins, NBA Hall of Fame nominee for the 2021 class. He was the number one pick some years back, played eight years for the Sixers, coached the Sixers, also coached the Bulls, Michael Jordan, among others, right before the Bulls blew up. And speaking of basketball, the Sixers are getting ready to get their season underway. Manana. They are home tomorrow against Washington at 7 o'clock, I think, if I have my numbers straight. And joining us for a few moments to chat about a number of things, including Sixers stuff, is Sixers chaplain Kevin Harvey. Hi, Kevin. How are you? Hey, Tim. How are you, bud? Good. Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas to you, too. How you been? How is your family? And how's the ministry going? There's a lot going on. Well, yeah, good. Yeah, we're, we're, I mean, we're doing well. It's been, it's been a different kind of year as it, as it has for everyone. Yeah. Uh, but you know, God's, God's faithful, God's good. And, uh, you know, we still have a lot of ministry going on with the Sixers, um, which we really started last week with a pregame chapel. I'm doing, uh, Zoom pregame chapel. So it's a, it's a different experience. <laughs> but, um, yeah. you know, um, you know, we're we're just going to continue, you know, sharing the love of Christ uh, via Zoom before games. So that's the way it's going to go. Yeah, you also have a lot of ministry with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in South Jersey. We could chat about it a little bit too. Uh, but just a quick backstory: you've been kind enough to join us a few times in the past. But for those who missed those opportunities, uh, just share your testimony for a moment. It includes sports, right? So it's kind of a neat neat tie in the, how God's used you in your adult life too. Sure, yeah. I was uh, raised in the southern New Jersey area, so always a big Philly sports fan and had the opportunity uh, to play college basketball at LaSalle University and went to LaSalle my freshman year in the early 80s and uh, was not a Christian at the time. And through the process, really, of uh, hurting my ankle, and, and although I played a little bit, I was not able to really fulfill that dream, which I had a great opportunity to probably probably even start my freshman year, and then I, I had an ankle injury, which really made me contemplate life and, and what life is all about, and I went, just really kind of spiraled down a little bit, but was asking the big questions, and at the very end of my freshman year, I cried out to God, said, God, if you are real, do something in my life. I I accepted Christ into my heart, um, in my, uh, you know, my family's house up in my bedroom as I was crying myself to sleep that night. And literally the next day, I was a completely different person. I just felt like the weight of the world was gone. I had a love for Jesus. I couldn't understand. I had a hunger for God's Word. Everything from my lifestyle to the language I use completely changed in in the course of overnight and just, you know, uh, opened up the Bible that next week and and read Jesus said a man must be born again to enter the kingdom of heaven and I said I think that happened to me <laughs> so it was um it was a radical conversion experience and you know very grateful the Lord got a hold of me that way yeah. and um, you know uh, some years later I had the opportunity um, to you know to plant uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes in South Jersey uh, a few years after that in, in the year 2001. I was asked to serve as the um, 76ers team chaplain. So this this started my 20th year this year. So, yeah, you know, God's grace, it's just amazing uh, how he, you know, uses whatever circumstances going on in your life and and draws you to himself. So, you know, I mean, that ankle injury, as devastating as it was in, in 1982 as a college freshman, was probably the best thing. It's the best thing that ever happened to me because God turned it into good 
and you know saved me and cha- you know changed the trajectory of my life. So. Yeah. You know, grateful for it. Amen. Amen. Kevin Harvey is our guest. He's uh, the director for uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes in South Jersey, also chaplain for the Sixers. And it's interesting you mentioned what you said about how quickly the light bulb went on and, and changes happened. Daryl Strawberry is going to join us tomorrow, and he has a book called Turn Your Season Around. And in it, he talks about it. it in his case, it took a lot of time. He had a lot of different things going on, obviously, in his life. Uh, so, but it, it, never, it never ceases to amaze me how – God works in everyone's life exactly how he wants to. And some people get it and it just happens and change happens radically quickly. And others, it's a longer process. Um, we're all in process, right? But at the same time, how quickly you come to that conclusion of that clear eyedness of what's going on. So um, it's neat to hear your story again, Kevin. And uh, it, on the, on this, on the fellowship of Christian athletes thing, I think it's important for people to know um, and I guess you're, it's evolving for you right now too, how it's going to all play out. But when things are normally as they are, talk about that. That it's so important to, to try and reach into kids' lives early, right? Not wait till they're a lot older. And FCA is about that a lot. I know. Yeah. So, so FCA for those folks that are listening and are aren't familiar with FCA, FCA is a sports ministry. Uh, we're also a campus ministry. It just happens to be the largest in the United States, and really the. I, I guess one of the things that drew me to FCA is the uniqueness of it and the fact that we uh, find a student who um, wants to start a Christian ministry in their school, and by law they have to let that uh, happen. So we help students bring the gospel right into their public school or, or uh, you know, parochial school, Christian school, but uh, most people know it for public school. So, yeah, uh, yeah it's been an amazing journey sharing Christ in public schools and praying with kids before homeroom and to receive Christ. Uh, I say, Lord, you are, you're just ridiculous that you allow us to do this. And I think most, most Christians would be encouraged to know that, you know, the gospel is, is going on in probably most of the public schools in the Philadelphia area now, because there's an FCA presence. So yeah, the, the things that God allows us to do is amazing and um, still very humbled to be a part of it. I know you, uh, the, the, a couple of the main things that the FCA is involved with are the huddles and the camps. What, what's a, a would a huddle be considered a kind of a fundamental element of what FCA is about? Yeah. So our, yeah, our huddles are like a you know a Bible study or a fellowship group happening before, during, or after school. Uh, sometimes it's with a hundred kids or more. Sometimes it's just a handful of kids. Um, and then we try to find character coaches to develop kids on their sports teams and that. That link with sports is just a, an amazing opportunity to get these ki- kids young and utilize the vehicle of sports to present Christ to them. So our target audience is coaches and athletes. We do try to get them as young as possible. So, like, Lord willing, if, if we're allowed to do camps again this coming summer, you know, we do power camps from 8 to 12 years old so we can reach kids as young as 8. But then our our huddles during the normal school year uh, are middle school and high school and college. So I'm convinced if revival is going to happen in America, if change is going to happen, you really need to reach kids as young as possible and present Christ to them and give them the opportunity to, you know, set the foundation of their life in Christ and get on God's path for their life. So we are praying, and we're praying for laborers in the harvest. We're praying for volunteers and character coaches and coaches to be raised up. We're also always looking for staff that uh, might feel a call to to be a missionary in the public schools. So that's uh, 
one thing we're really praying, asking the Lord for for the years to come. Pending he tarries for a while. If he comes back tomorrow, I'm okay with that. Then. So uh, <laughs> that's right. I'm more than more than okay with that. But if he if he tarries, then we are really, you know, trying to uh, find folks that really want to be in the front lines of ministry and and jump into schools. It's funny you say that. Our daughter Theodora, who's ten, the other day was. I, she said something that only eight days till Christmas, and I said, "Well, if the Lord doesn't come back sooner," she said, "But then we wouldn't have Christmas or presents." And then she paused for a minute, and she goes. Uh, but then we'd have him, so it would be all right. <laughs> oh, I love that. Love that attitude. That's right. You know, that's that's what life is all about, man. It's it's intimately knowing our Lord and Savior Jesus. Uh, he's the ultimate present, just getting to know him. So Yeah. Kevin, if folks want to find out, I guess uh, SouthJerseyFCA.org, is that the right site? Yep. They can go to SouthJerseyFCA.org and, and the Philly area. You know, uh, I, I think it's PhillyFCA.org. But, yeah, they can, they can find um, – you know, find out about the ministry and um, whether they have kids or grandkids maybe willing to start a huddle in their school or they're a coach or they, you know, they're a volunteer that wants to get involved in their local school. We've been growing in that area where we kind of find uh, local people and local churches and they have just a, a burden for that school and we will kind of uh, hook them up with a particular sports team on campus and they can become a character coach and get involved in uh, people's in kids' lives that way. So, God's really growing the ministry and growing the influence of FCA, and it's just um, even in the midst of the challenges we face today, man. I I am just amazed that we get to you know go where we go and do what we do, and the Lord uses it for His purpose and His glory. Amen. It's great to catch up with you again, and also hear you know that you're you're still loving the Lord and enjoying walking with Him and seeing, I guess, seeing the changes, and especially when it comes to, I don't want to sound old here, but young people, uh, to, to see yeah. God yeah. at work in that generation has to be a constant reminder to you of, of the truth of the gospel. Yeah, amen, yeah. But Tim, I, you know, it's funny. I, I don't know at what point in my life, like, I, I, I realized I was old, but, <laughs> yeah, it's, I'll tell you what, what keeps you young is working with young people. And I'll tell you, I, I do feel younger just by virtue of just being around kids and their energy. Um, their questions are amazing. Like, they're they're just inquisitive about, you know, the things of God. And uh, I love going to some of these huddles. Like, I've, I've done some huddles over the years, and there's, I don't know, 30, 40 kids in the room. And sometimes there's not a Christian in the room. Like, mm-hmm. it's kids are just curious, and they they want to learn about God. And what a privilege it is to be able to walk into a public school and present Jesus Christ and pray with kids to receive Christ. And it's just, yeah, I mean, I don't know if the right adjective is ridiculous. I use that too much. Like, God, you are just ridiculous how good you are and how many um, how many opportunities you allow us to be a part of. But it it's amazing how good God is. And Kevin, just to wrap up here and, and to clarify, uh, if, if folks wanted to be involved, and of course, there's a lot of different ways you kind of rattle off potential volunteer or or being a coach or, or, or in, in terms of spiritually and, and being involved in the studies or whatever. But um, the kids play a vital role because did you say earlier that they, they kind of need to be maybe the, the linchpin to get stuff rolling? Like, hey, I'd like to request this. That gets it rolling rather than FCA goes into the schools and says, we're here. It needs to be more from the student side. Is that right? Or – Exactly right, yeah. Um, Because of the Equal Access Act in the 80s, that really opened the door and allowed kids to start clubs, you know, whether they're faith-based or non-faith-based. And so it really is a 12-year-old young man or young lady who can bring 
the gospel into their schools. So they go to the principal, request to start a huddle. Um, they get in touch with us. We resource them. We help them find a teacher or a coach in the school. And that, you know, we kind of um, support that. And that's how it starts. So, yeah, you or I can't walk into our local school and say, hey, we want to start Christian ministry here. But through FCA, it, it enables and empowers uh, kids in that school who still have the rights in America to do that. So, okay. yeah, great, great opportunity. And I'll tell you what, there is nothing like empowering a young person. And when they start seeing friends of theirs come to Christ through this, like it ignites their faith like nothing else. So it's been so cool. And there's just so many stories over the years of kids kind of being a little timid to do this at first, a little scared, but they step out. What a life lesson for all of us. I mean, God is always asking us to step out, and we get to see that on a daily and a weekly basis with uh, young people stepping out in their faith. SouthJerseyFCA.org is where you can uh, get more in touch with Kevin Harvey, who's our guest and has been kind enough to spend a little time with us today, uh, the director of the uh, South Jersey chapter. And then was it Philly FCA? or do you, I'm not sure what the site is for Philadelphia, but... Yeah, sure. I, you know what? I, I can't remember if it's FCA Philly or Philly FCA, but, you know, you, you type in in Google Philadelphia FCA, and that, that'll pop up. Yeah. Okay, good. And go Sixers, I suppose, right? Tomorrow? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, we start. Yeah, regular season starts tomorrow. Excited about that. Um, you know, new coach, new, you know, new, whole new uh, deal. Um, I'm grateful for Elton Brand and the Sixers for uh, allowing ministry, you know, even though we're not allowed in there, for, for ministry to continue. So I'm very grateful that he um, and his staff had a hand in, you know, setting up uh, pregame chapels an hour before the game, which which I do with both teams. Um, so grateful for that 15 minutes that we'll be still able to minister to the, the guys before a game. Amen. So folks can keep you in prayer as you seek to do that, as you seek to minister to the, the players and uh, and even staff, too. I think in the past you shared that, uh, or the um, uh, referees, or not umpires, referees or others, you have, uh, and just everyday people. That's going to be hard for you. I don't want to keep you any longer, but I remember, I know the ministry, it's, it's it's fun to, I'm sure, talk with players, but I know a lot of your heart for ministry is just the people who work, uh, you know, in the arena there, and the chance to share life life with them. So, Well, I'll tell you what, I, if, it, if there's one thing I'm honestly going to miss, I'm going to miss the interaction with staff and security guards and, you know, I've had, you know, a lot of opportunities, you know, as they open up to you just to pray with them, you know, as they're standing there on their post and it's just, um, I- I'm going to miss that. I know I'm going to miss that already. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, well, it- it's, it's ministry. So, you know, there's need everywhere, um, you know, ministering to NBA players and mentoring them that, that may sound a little, uh, you know, for lack of a better word, glamorous, but it, it's still nuts and bolts. It's still dealing with people's hearts and their issues and, yeah. um, you know, trying to bring truth to them. But, uh, yeah, you, you know, the, the 12 or 15 players is one thing, but the whole organization and, the and the, you know, I, I had one guy uh, last year just opened up to me about his, you know, wife had cancer, and I just helped walk, walk him through that. And it was just, a, you know, those are the opportunities to me that are priceless, so... Uh, yeah, I'm going to miss. I'm going to miss that. I, I don't know when the you know the uh, opportunity to be person to person with people at, over there at the center is going to come. But um, uh, you know, we do as much as we can now, and this is what the Lord has given us for Zoom with the players, and that's what we're going to do. Amen. God's still on His throne. You have to believe He's good in all circumstances. So that's, that's the faith you want to have throughout this time. And Kevin, it's great hearing your voice again. We'll look forward to catch up with you again during the season. 
Thank you, my brother. Merry Christmas to you and your family. You too. That's Kevin Harvey, the Sixers chaplain and uh, director for the uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes in South Jersey. Brief break. Want to call in and share a Christmas memory? Happy to round out our program with that. 800-560-WFIL. 800-560-9345. Listen to the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. You're listening to a podcast of the Tim DeMoss Show. Heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. All right, it is 4.52. Don't have much time here. I want to get this uh, clip out to you. This is Jody McBrayer. I'm going to play for you from the group Avalon and a memory he had. We had him on the program a couple of years back regarding Christmas time. Listen in. It's worth, it's worth uh, checking out. You know, last week was just one of those weeks, the culmination of Christmas and a lot of different just personal things that were going on in our lives. My, my wife's father um, had a stroke last year, and so he's debilitated and not able to get around. And it just, you know, it, it just made for a difficult Christmas. And I'm sure a lot of people have those stories where everybody's got their set of circumstances. I mean, life is life. And, you know, it's not always a story about Christmas. And this year for us was difficult, too, because um, in early November— I caught a virus, and that virus caused me to develop an infected uh, pocket um, on my vocal cords, and it created a cyst. Hmm. And so the cyst came up. Literally, I was singing fine, top-notch. Everything was fine. I woke up the next morning and had no voice, couldn't even speak. So the cyst came up overnight, and um, it was was very difficult for me. You know, somebody as a musician and as a singer who – uses I, I don't find my identity in my voice anymore, but I definitely use my voice as a key to unlock the door for ministry for me. And sure. so not having that, it was a challenge. And the doctors told me, hey, you know, if you're going to not damage your vocal cords, you have to stop singing. And so I was forced to take um, five, almost six weeks off of work, which meant canceling uh, quite a few Christmas dates, things like that. And, you know, Christmas, that time of year, the you need more money than normal, and yes. I had less coming in. Um, we were fine. We had enough to pay our bills and all those things, but, you know, there just wasn't a whole lot extra. Yeah. And then on top of it, the voice, my voice was coming back slower than I'd, I'd hoped it would, and, and we prayed that it would. And um, so I don't know. I think I just kind of reached a, a powder keg moment where I was in my car driving, and, and I was just speaking to God. And I, I'm, I'm a firm believer that you just should speak out loud to God and don't try to hide your feelings because he knows them anyway. So, mm. you know, you might as well just talk to him. And he was venting to God and just, you know, asking him, you know, why this and why that? And honestly, kind of being a baby, if I'm being <laughs> honest. <laughs> um, and, you know, at the time I was, I thought it was, it was necessary. But after I look back on it, especially after I read that post a couple of times, I'm like, gosh, Jody, such a baby. Anyway, long story yeah. short, um, yeah. the, the, the low fuel light came on and I had to pull into the gas station. Um, the Kroger fuel stop. Yes. And I've made that trip a number um, of times. I have family in Chattanooga oh, and Nashville. So I. Oh, yeah. 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 You got to use those Kroger fuel points, you know. That's right. And so um, the gas, I pulled up and I um, stuck my card in and proceeded to pump the gas. And I, I wasn't really paying attention to the person that somebody had pulled up on the other side of me. And there were just the two of us in this gas station. And it was cold outside and kind of rainy. And the girl, I heard the girl, she was on the phone, and I overheard her tell her mother, because I knew it was her mom, she said, Mom, I'm getting there as fast as I can, Um, something like, I won't make it 
if I don't put gas in my car? She goes, even if it's just a St. Thomas, which we live in Franklin, Tennessee, St. Thomas Hospital is in Nashville. It's about 20 miles away. Yeah. And so she said, if I don't put gas in my car, I'll, I won't make it. And she and I heard her say, and I'll get choked up talking about it, but I heard her say, please just hold his hand and tell him to hold on that I'm coming. And I heard this and and I just was like my body sort of went numb. Like I was overwhelmed with the grief that I could hear in her voice. And all the while she's talking, she's struggling with her credit card, putting it in and it would beep. She'd pull it out and she was frustrated and she'd stick it in and pull it out. And she probably did that four times. And finally, after the fourth time, I just walked around to the other side and I put my card in her slot and pulled it out and entered my PIN number. And she just kind of stared at me and I said, and she said, thank you so much. You have no idea. And I, and I just interrupted her and said, look, I'm having a bad day too. It doesn't sound like it's anywhere near what yours is. Just get there and be safe. And so she, I went around, finished filling up my car, put the, put the gas thing back in the, you know, the pump. And she had already left at this point. And so I was sort of nervous. I was like, oh, my gosh, I bet, I bet she filled up her tank, you know, 100 bucks." But <laughs> I felt like that's what God wanted me to do. Yeah. And I walked around the corner, and she put $7 in her tank, $7, just enough for her to get from Franklin to Nashville. And wow. um, So she even you know, knew, just, right? She, she probably just knew this is all I need. She wasn't even taking advantage of, no, of the she situation. Take, she could have taken advantage of the situation. She could have let it pump and fill up or whatever, but she didn't. She just put $7 in and she left. And, you know, I got in the car and I shut the door and I didn't even drive away. I started to cry because I'm a weeper. The older I get, the more I cry. I don't Me know too. what the deal is. Um, <laughs> Me too. But I looked up at heaven. I said, okay, I get it. I get it. You know, if we, if we aren't willing to step outside of ourselves and help others and, and to give to others, even in the midst of our difficulty, then what makes us think we're deserving of anything? at all ourselves and um the process of becoming better is never fun um and i quoted a steve green song an old steve green song from the late 80s early 90s yep. called the refiner's fire and the lyric says the refiner's fire has now become my soul desire purged and cleansed and purified that the lord be glorified he is consuming my soul refining me and making me whole and no matter what i choose no matter what I may lose, I choose the refiner's fire. That's Jody McBrayer from the group Avalon. The original interview was uh, 4th of January, 2019. You can look at the podcast, that, and our homepage at WFIL.com. I had contacted him after reading a Facebook post he made uh, post-Christmas two years ago and really enjoyed having him on the air. Help yourself to all the podcasts we have on our homepage. This guy coming up has been on a couple of times, too. Jim Maxim, Acts 413 Ministries. He leads in prayer next. Have a great night. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.